Well, welcome to the latest podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. We actually have kind of a question from the general membership, and it has to do with how real is the threat of recession. We have a lot of people starting to talk about it, a lot of conversation just in the last week or so, trying to figure out what the inflation numbers mean, etc. So here's my take. Before we go too much farther, however, I must point out that, and I have said this many times, my favorite definition of an economist is someone who explains tomorrow why the predictions they made yesterday didn't come true today. So ask me next week and I might have an entirely different interpretation. What's been driving recession talk for the last couple of weeks has been inflation. We were expecting inflation to start coming down more than it has. And this is a little bit of a tricky interpretation because the inflation numbers have not really gotten any worse. You would not think that if you were listening to the general tone of the media. I mean, it's been very hysterical almost that... The Fed's going to raise rates dramatically and inflation is still roaring. And Well, it really isn't. It just didn't move down when we thought it might. Um, as I've pointed out before, the Fed predominantly pays attention to PCE, personal consumption expenditures, rather than CPI, which is the consumer price index. PCE is an after-the-fact assessment where you actually count up what people spent their money on and that gives you the data to give a very accurate assessment of inflation, but it lags. It takes a while to collect that data. So the most current data we have when it comes to PCE is from December. In December, the PCE rate stayed almost the same as it was the previous month in November, right around 4.6. There was some expectation that it would be down further than that, and there were some that were predicting that it could even be in the high threes. The notion was that we had peaked when it came to global inflation at the end of last year, and that would start to be reflected in PCE data. In a way, it has been. It did peak. You know, we didn't get any worse. We went from 4.6 to 4.6. So it's not that we didn't peak. It's just that we haven't started the downward trend yet. Maybe we will in successive months. Maybe we won't. But that's part of what's driving people's concern about inflation is that it's not dribbling down as we hoped it would. There are different motivators for inflation now. We were worried about things like the supply chain, logistics cost, commodity cost, factory gate prices, those have all been coming down. Logistics costs have been falling dramatically. Oil prices have fallen from the 120 a barrel level to in the 70s. What hasn't gone down, and which is concerning the central banks, is wages. The labor situation is now what's driving inflation. So as people look ahead, they're saying, well, Maybe we're getting some relief in some inflationary areas, but we're not seeing it with labor, and that's going to continue to drive the potential for a Fed reaction. Because what it comes down to, for those who are predicting recession, is that the Fed continues to raise interest rates, European Central Bank continues to raise interest rates, and that then slows the economy as it is supposed to do. So the question is, will the central banks decide that they have done enough and take a breather or even declare that they're done raising rates? The Bank of Canada already did that. 
the Bank of Canada raised their rates to 4.5 and then said, we're done. We're not going to do anymore. Well, maybe, maybe not, but at the moment they're saying we're done. So is the Fed going to go there? The consensus is that they've probably got another half point raise in them. Does it go any further than that? Lots of debate over whether or not that's the case. So I'm still not convinced that we're heading in a recessionary direction. I think we are definitely going to be dealing with a downturn. We're dealing with what's being referred to as potentially a soft landing. I still don't think we're we're headed for deep despair. If you look at some of the projections for first quarter, there are lots of people thinking it would go negative. But at the Atlanta Fed has come out with its estimate from GDP now saying, no, we're thinking it's going to be about 2.6% growth. So there's probably something out there for the glass full and glass half empty crowd. You know, it just kind of depends on the mood you're in. What does interest me at this point is that there's some evidence that people are beginning to work off some of the inventory they accumulated last year. And if that actually takes place, it ends up creating demand for more inventory build this summer. So not quite at the point that we're willing to call it a trend, but we're seeing signs in kind of interesting areas. The Baltic Dry Index is another example of something that's beginning to suggest that that inventory overload is coming to an end. And if that is the case, and if demand does continue, then it means there's an excuse to start more production. We still have $3.5 trillion in excess savings in the hands of consumers, mostly the upper 30%. So we're still watching to see what they're going to spend their money on. And frankly, it's going into some fairly interesting areas. <clears throat> this probably is the subject for another podcast at some point. But one of the things that has limited the central banks is the existence of the shadow economy, the shadow banking system. This is venture funds and insurance companies, institutions that can distribute money other than banks. And right now, with the upper 30% having all that extra money, they're not buying things with it. They're not necessarily even spending it on services. They're investing it in things like venture funds. So the Fed, trying to slow down the economy... All they can affect is banks. They can't really affect those shadow bankers. They can't really affect the venture funds and the investment funds and the insurance companies, all the others that are sitting on piles of money that they want to do something with. So very convoluted answer to a very simple question. Are we heading for a recession? I don't think so. Are we heading for a slowdown? Yes. Is it going to be a fairly lengthy slowdown? Probably probably will not start to ease until later this summer. But I don't expect it to be particularly deep, and if we can start reversing it in the summer, it won't be particularly long either. So, like I said, ask me next week, and I'll have a completely different answer. Thanks again for paying attention to the latest podcast. <laughs>